episode 53. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rock, a.k.a. Whoopi, and I am here with my main man. Yeah, you guys need to do it over. Why are you even saying the episode number? You, you need a pop filter in front of you. Me? Let's put a sock over it. Hold on. This nigga put a champion sock on top of the microphone. It, look, it looks like it looks like the microphone is wearing a hat. <laughs> a Jimmy hat. The fucking like, microphone is wearing a scully. Mike look like a silly. Now you put a condom on, kids. Yeah, like man. Luffy's at the bodega. The the microphone saying, "Yeah, mean." It's just a public service announcement. Hello, and welcome to Decoding Ford. Let me tell you dudes what I do to protect this. The podcast where we fearlessly and ferociously explore, debate, and laugh at the complex inner workings, issues, and thinking of today's grown men. Only describe us as soldiers, survivors. Now here's the crew. Allow me to introduce myself to Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rourke, making all your fantasies come true. Talk, talk so nicely. Up next. I kicks the mad style, so step off the Frankfurter. Brooklyn's best kept secret. Ella Rick. Half man, half amazing. Let's not forget. Mr. Straight with no chaser. And Harlem's adopted son, Leon, a.k.a. L.O. I'm complex. I excel. Then prevail. And last, but definitely not Mr. least, no! the master of impressions. Yeah. King of the town. Who's our favorite That's comedian. Cool. I hope he becomes yours too. Now let's get it all in perspective. Mr. Vincent Perez. My family, what up? This is Decoding 40. You already know. Don't stop. No one can do it better. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another exciting episode of Decoding 40. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rock, a.k.a. Whoopi, here to bring you all the news you can use and a little bit of tea with my main man. Yo, this is L.O. Still Mr. Self-Quarantining himself. Yo, you got your boy Vin in the building, chilling. Hope everyone's well out there. What's up? This is Alaric. <laughs> Hold on, aka Pillsbury Doughboy. Get that bread. I don't like that nickname. What? That sounds very Doughboy. Yeah, I've I've put on some weight in this quarantine, and I don't like being called Doughboy. Oh, we all have. It's COVID calories, pandemic pounds. Don't worry about it. We're all in- <laughs> yeah, but it, but if you call me like uh, you know uh, Anthony Bourdain of the of the bakery, or call me. Oh, uh, I call you somebody who murdered themselves. Really? Hold up, hold up. Yeah, hold I up, wasn't really up. thinking about that. <laughs> I was... We'll just call him. I'm, I'm not going to press you in your belly. Call, <laughs> me, just... call me the Jean Georges of home baking. Hold know? up, right. Senor Pan. <laughs> El Pan. El <Yeah>. Pan. <laughs> AKA Aubon Pan. <laughs> AK... <laughs> there you go. Like AKA they made me mad. <laughs> Y'all said that yesterday. Like this show is just way too infectious. <laughs> so what goes on, fellas? What's going on in your lives, fellas? Vin, you go first. Vin's Daily Bread. If you guys aren't seeing this on Instagram, go get that. Yeah, man. You know. You know by the way, like I just say, you are doing an amazing job with that, yo. You are doing yeah. an amazing job. Yeah. Really, I, I appreciate yeah, that, fellas. Really I really are. do. I really do. I'm having fun, man. I'm having fun. I'm gonna have. Uh, well, next week is Father's Day. So I'm going to get Nia to do her pretzels. Uh, I'll videotape her doing her pretzels on uh, Vince Daily Bread. And Seriously, she'll actually... You, you need to go ahead and make that YouTube page. Yep. All right. Well, you you guys, uh, Rick, you can help me out. Mac, all you guys can help me out. Let me know what what how to make it work, man, because... I'm sorry, I'm busy. You, you <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time for that shit. <laughs> nigga, fuck yo, YouTube, nigga. Fuck it. Fuck your dream, your aspiration. Fuck your dream, nigga. I don't have time. I don't care. That. Nigga, just call me. Just call me when you got somebody on the show I want to see, nigga, because I don't, you know, whatever, nigga. But uh yeah, no, it's it's uh I like to cook, man. I really do. And um, like I basically the the salmon and the uh, mixed vegetables. I had made it separate times a long time ago and decided to do that, man. Cause like I said, in the, in the actual show, it's like, I'm like, like Leon had alluded to the whole COVID 19 pounds. Like I'm trying to look, I'm trying to use uh, to lose that weight, man. And this shit is like, it's hard. At this age, that shit is stubborn. This shit is really stubborn. You lose like the first 10 pounds. That's water weight. And then the, the rest of the weight, nigga, is bread, nigga, cheese. <laughs> it's so easy to put on and it's so hard to take off at this mm-hmm. age. Facts. Facts. It's not fair. It's not fair. At all. At all. You, you used to be able to wrestle 
a half a cow and eat that shit and not gain a fucking pound. Now, nigga, if I even look at a, a Drake's cake, nigga, that's like 20 pounds right there. It just instantly goes in my belly. It's crazy. That's cool. What's up with you, Al? Uh, what is up with me, man? Fucking Spectrum is killing me with this horrible <laughs> service. For like two or three weeks now, we have been struggling to get consistent Wi-Fi. And they've been here maybe three or four times. And you let them in? Well, uh, a couple of them were fixing it from outside, but we had to let two of the technicians inside. But they wore masks. You know, we got the shoe booties for them, but they can't figure out what the, the problem is. So I, I think uh, with the problem, yeah. I think what the problem is, is that you got to stop downloading and making illegal DVDs on your Wi-Fi, my G. <laughs> this nigga got this nigga got the uncut version of Twelve Years a Slave, nigga. This nigga got all the movies. <laughs> I got the you know porn I, version of it. It's, it's yeah, it's probably uh, <laughs> Ben Stein Stairwell Six. <laughs> six, son, we on thirty five. What are you talking about, six? The remastered version. He got the remastered. Oh, <laughs> we keep that series popping. Oh, yeah, I don't know what shit. it is, but um, other than that, uh, really been chilling. Um, enjoying this class that I'm teaching. The kids are amazing. Um, mm. producing great work. It's not enough for me to go back to thinking about being a teacher because it is a draining exercise to to teach. But I, I do like I do like helping people fulfill their ideas and and bringing it to fruition so that part i do like if i can only teach for six weeks at a time i might i might consider it yo get this nigga leather jacket he is fucking dangerous minds like a motherfucker right now version that was would never play it again in the world where black teachers have to teach. <laughs> you can do more than you can do that. You can do it, Julio. You can do it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, but that's uh, no, good, man. Like I'm, I'm glad you're doing some, you're something to keep your... Uh, yourself yeah, it, it keeps me busy, keeps me engaged. And it, it is, it is. I've been teaching like a seminar and not really like a class. And they have been fully engaged, just producing, like I said, uh, great work. And um, it's it's uh, wonderful be to be a part of. Dope, dope. Rick, what's up with you, man? Hey, man, I'm I'm still homeschool teacher, um, preschool, <laughs> but it's coming it's coming to an end. And uh, end of the school year for preschoolers, and we were trying to figure out what it's going to look like for the summer because um, I don't want her to do the same sort of thing where she's sitting in front of a, a computer doing Zoom chats. Um, for school, I want her to get outside. I want my daughter to get outside. I want both of them to get outside and um, just enjoy enjoy the summer. Like that—that that was the best part of the school year. You know, when we were mm -hmm. kids growing up, was the summer. That was when you got outside, you played with your friends, you did your. And um, the summer seemed to last forever, and I want them sure. to experience that. I, I don't want them to be cooped up in the house. So you know, hopefully, if. If they're not going to be able to have their physical summer camp. Um, then we're going to have to figure something else out where we just, you know, every week we end up going somewhere. We go to a state park or the beach or something. But yeah, that's uh, that just, is life. Just an idea. I heard a um, what do you call it? A woman who owns a, uh, a gym, a gymnasium for kids. What she's trying to do is get pods of kids that are already around each other. Mm -hmm. to be able to go out and do things together collectively because they've already been exposed to one another. So they kind of know it's safe. Right. If that's possible. Yeah. My kids haven't touched another kid. <laughs> they've only been around us. Wow. Since, for, since March and, and maybe, and grandma just recently, grandma and granny just recently, but they haven't been around any other kids, like physically been around other, any other kids and, and playing Yo, and I she, know that they I know they miss it. She's so she your daughter's so bored that 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 uh she be video chatting me and and, and, and be, you know and it's a beautiful it's a Yo, listen, it's a I beautiful thing, up. man. It's a beautiful Yo, if thing. I, if I put my phone down, she calls somebody. So like my phone, even if it's locked, right? You can unlock the emergency contacts, right? So it's like Vin, my mom, my sister, my wife, uh, my niece. 
my father, my brother. I got so one. She'll just go down the line and start video chatting everybody. And if you don't answer in like two rings, she's hanging up on you. <laughs> Yo, man, she 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 Rick sent me that video, her dancing, man. She's she's something else, man. It I listen, my hat's off to you, brother, how you can handle two toddlers at this point, because I would probably be pulling my hair out trying to deal with all of that. They will make you drink during the day. Seriously. You want to, but you know that I pull you down and they'll take advantage. And I do. (laughs) (laughs) That is what's up. That is what's up. Uh, So what's up with you, Mac? The the George Floyd thing hit me really hard, man. It hit me really hard. And I, and I, uh, but it was really just being able to let this baggage go of having to wear this mask all the time. I think that, that really hit me hard. So I've just kind of been checked out and now the work is kind of backed up and, and, you know, but so I've just been working, man. I've just been working, doing a family thing and trying to figure out when I'm going to go out the house. I'm trying to go out as, as little as possible. Um, but, you know, I, I got to go, like, pick up my mail and go see my mom and, you know, all that kind of shit that I haven't done. So, um, But I've just been kind of laying low. Yo, real talk, though, Mac. All of us, if you're a person of color, in particular African-American, Black in this country, if you if you didn't watch that video and really take that in and understand how fucked up it was cuz i i still haven't watched the entire video i don't want to i don't need to i already know what happened and it's horrible and we're all suffering from ptsd on top of covid mm. you're dealing with covid-19 you're dealing with losses from that and then you have this shit pop off yeah it's like the country has lost its fucking mind and it's horrible because you're trying to process this shit every day. You know, like I, I'm going to work and I'm seeing people not really wearing their mask anymore in public. Like the general public that. is not wearing a mask. I don't get the They're whole not, not wearing, wearing the mask situation. It pisses me off. And why, when you ask them about it, they like, have you all seen all the videos when people ask them to wear the mask? They like the backlash from that. Oh yeah. Yeah. You had that. You had that. Um, You had that one chick. And fucking in the bagel spot that went over there and coughed on another chick. Yo, I would have punched that bitch in her mouth. I've seen that a couple times. That would (laughs) have been automatic. She already assaulted you. Yes, right. You you have the right to hook off. Yo, karate chop, yo. You gotta gotta you gotta at least give her a karate chop to her neck. I actually said a prayer. I said a prayer when I saw that video. Like, God, please do not put me in a situation where a white person does that to me. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to absolutely positively lose it. Like yes. this. The open, hand, the open hand slap that's about to happen. It's not even open hand be- slap. I'm grabbing throats, punching faces. There's there just not going to be a good look You're gonna pay. situation at all. You're going to pay for the last five or six months of PTSD. So, I'm going yeah. to fucking choke you, you motherfucker. Yeah. So, so like since you, you strong- won't even want to cough and you need to cough. Since yeah. there's a strong possibility that Leon's going to lay somebody out, we ask you to come donate over at patreon.com <laughs> backslash decoding 40. Uh, saving up for his bail money. Uh, we appreciate I'm, I'm staying in Harlem. We haven't gentrified that much. <laughs> we gentrified. <laughs> but it's, there's still enough black folk up here that I, I don't have to yeah. worry about. Yeah. yeah. They, listen, they're not going to pull that shit at the 145 in Lennox Deli right over here by the no. Busty Pole. They, they're, they're not doing not that doing very quiet. They're not doing it. They're not, and I know, listen, I know that deli, I know that area well, very well. I worked on the three line for at least two deli? years. How is that deli? So is that, deli that deli's fucking delicious, my is dude. That deli's amazing. Is it? Right. Amazing. I drive in there, all the time. I drive by all the time. Listen, you go in there, you get the motherfucking chopping cheese, my dude. That shit is fucking delicious. <laughs> to and this day, make- I've never had a chopping cheese, though. Not yeah. chopping cheese, it's chopped cheese. Chopped cheese, chopped cheese, chopped okay, cheese. That's why whatever. I've never had it. I don't even. I wouldn't even know what to order. What I, I mean? Well, I obviously never had it. <laughs> it's delicious. It's a cheesesteak. It's a cheesesteak, but I mean, it's just New York. It is what it is. Uh, and if you if you've had a chopped cheese, come over to our social media and let us know uh, what a chopped cheese is and how it tastes. Because apparently, three of us have never had it. So. One, one five, <laughs> listen. We'll be uh, bleeping out that address. You might as well just said, "Oh, Lo lives across the street." Hold up! Hold up! If you want to get him, here's he. Here he is. <laughs> I'm gonna get that fucking black motherfucker. I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him. I've been following him since WeWorks. 
<laughs> Come follow us over at Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Decoding40. Be social. Peace. You were saying that um, the video of George Floyd really affected you. And, and I had the same thing. It really, really affected me. And I wasn't even sure how to process it at first. Because when I saw the video, I saw it before it hit like national headlines. And so the the um, the headline for the video that I saw was like, man gets arrested and later dies. So right. I didn't know what I was going to see. Right. So I just thought I was going to see somebody getting arrested. I did not think I was going to see somebody get the life choked out of them in front of my eyes. Because, you know, when whenever there's a, something in a chat that comes up and is gory, I'm always mad because I didn't want to watch that. Right? right. I had no idea what I was about to see. That shit definitely, it, it, it changed. It changed me. But also the response, like just having white people own it, has been fascinating has been it, it it's it's been cathartic for me to, for white people to go we're a problem and we need to deal with it that's super that's and i think those two those two parallels have well, been like, white people aren't the problem specifically the mm. system is the problem they're the benefactor of that system the white people we know i'm saying white people collectively i'm not saying in any indiv- one individually white the system which is controlled by white. So yeah, I think we, we're agreeing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying that the, the people that we know, it's like when Dave yeah, Chappelle yeah. said that when he got the $50 million, then he finally met the real white people <laughs> behind the curtain. Yeah. So there's people that control what's happening and then right. there's the rest of us. Right. You know, that's what I mean. it's It's crazy, man. It's just crazy. And I, I know that I've had several real conversations with people I work with that happen to be white and just making white folks comfortable is is something that I just don't want to do anymore. You know what I mean? Because I think on a, on a level, we've all been kind of conditioned to code switch, right? So you have the, how you deal with what you deal with in your, in, around your way and how you deal with white folks on a whole uh in your workplace or what have you. And we, we're like the last generation that really does the whole cold switching thing. I think we learned that from our parents. This generation right now don't give a fuck. And like Chappelle said, in, you know, in his, his, his recent special, I'm comfortable with being in the backseat. Y'all are driving, do your thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad at what the fuck's going on. I'm not mad at looting. I'm not mad at all of that shit. That shit is all that shit is just all energy and a reaction. As you see right now, it's more protest. Nobody's looting anymore. Nobody's doing the dumb shit. It's it's a it's a focused movement. You know what I mean? And like we said on other shows, that's what they're scared of. I just, man, I, I hope that, that the movement don't lose steam, man, and we continue to uh, put our fucking knee on their fucking necks. Well, we, ha- we have to support those people in the streets because they're yeah. not our, for the most part, the people who are leading that charge are not our age, they're the younger ones. But yeah. we can we can we can do something to help them. We can do something to support them. Tamika Mallory. Yep. Yep. Um mm-hmm. I just gave some money to their organization because I believe in what they're doing. Um mm. that's how we can support. Yep. Definitely. One hundred percent. Yeah, I, I think financially supporting, um, sharing uh organizations that are doing the good work, making sure that there's visibility on them. Cause yeah, I, I'm similar to you guys. I I am really struggling with um, all of these uh, black people. I mean, it's it's these all these black people getting killed. It's good that we're able to capture the evidence, but the fact that it is shared so pervasively is difficult to navigate. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I am I have I've really struggled with how to deal with my sons and being able to talk about this, but not be able to share too much where or it, too soon too much too soon so mm-hmm. i can't watch any more any more of these videos it it really does take me out mm-hmm. it's cool they're it's, poking it's the bear man it's a delicate dance for um a father trying to raise a son who's going to go out in the world and be a target mm-hmm. because right. we know he's going to be a target right right but you don't want to rob him of his innocence and like give him that information too soon 
Exactly. You want to let him, you want to let him enjoy as much of this as he can possibly enjoy, but then you got to let him know, like, look, there's some people out here that's going to hate you just for you being you. Yeah. And yeah. I've, I've had to tell him that I've had to tell him that, which is, I'm sure is difficult for him to process because he's a loving and social, sociable kid. But at the same time, shit, I was 13 militant in a motherfucker. So he got one more year. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm gonna be coming to you for advice because I haven't obviously I haven't had to have, have I haven't yeah. had to have that conversation yet. The um, problem, yeah. the thing is, you're you're going to have to deal with it sooner than I am. That's the mm-hmm. interesting thing. You got to have it with both children, boys and girls. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, it's, it's absolutely. crazy, you know. And we and and like this is what it is. The, the, I was having a, a discussion with my wife about this this week, actually. And I want to identify those things that are barriers that are our mental barriers and not mm-hmm. barriers that are that are outside. You know what I mean? Yep. I don't want to I don't want to prevent them from doing anything that they feel like they want to do in this world because it's not safe for you to do that. Or that's mm-hmm. not what we do. Like. Because it's ingrained in us. Like yep. we've been taught certain things and we have to let go of, of of those mental shackles that have been put on us. We have to let go of some of those. And I, I'm, like, I'm trying to identify what those are for me and make sure that I don't teach it to my kids. It's hard because yeah. I always say we suffer from PTSD of growing up in New York in the 70s and the 80s. Mm-hmm. Th- yeah, that, that shit, shit was crazy. rough. Yeah, that shit was rough. Yeah. So, the conditions that shaped my thinking, and all the fights, and the guns, and the knives, and the razors, and all of that, my son has no idea about that. But that has scarred me so much that me wanting to protect him, I have to be mindful that I'm not putting all of the things, all my fears, onto him. Hmm. Because he's not experiencing that. But I still want him to be mindful that not everyone out here has your best interests at heart. Yeah. That's so, so you got so- to keep your head on a swivel. So I always say, Wu Tang is for the children, bro. You got to play that shit for them sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Uh, it really is. Oh, what's, shit. What's so interesting about this is um, I didn't have a lot of those type of experiences, L, but most of mine were social, cultural, and microaggressions. And I think that is why I've been so emotionally ineffective for the past two or three weeks. My experience was was what I got from from white culture and what I got from society and, and what I got in work and all that kind of thing. Th- those kinds of things. So, uh, you know, very interesting. Just sit back, relax, sip on something and enjoy the show. Well, I think we all need a drink. And this week uh, was National Bourbon Day. Yes. So what are you guys drinking? Right. I'm actually we- drinking the same bourbon I was drinking last <laughs> week <laughs> because I never made it to the liquor store. So here we go. Bullet. I'm bullet. I'm rotating. I'm rotating mine. So, Rick, yeah. Rick you, you had the bullet? Bullet. Rick, I can tell you've been slowing bullet. down. Bullet. That, that that bottle would have been gone in I know, uh, right? weeks. Yeah, I didn't dent it. <laughs> the shit sat on my desk since last week, Monday, like it didn't move. <laughs> that bullet, that bullet was staring at him just angrily, like, come on, son, drink me. <laughs> so what you drinking on, Al? I got the Mictus Rye, small batch, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Is there a story in the bottle? Is it racist? I know it's racist. Come on, you read good. Uh, <laughs> fuck the story. Fuck the story. Um <laughs> <laughs> I actually went through my uh, charges on my card to see what my uh, alcohol bill was over the last couple of months. Oh. And it it actually has not been that bad. Now, I'm saying that relatively speaking. <laughs> Yo, they gave that nigga a free keg of beer. He just showed up at his house. <laughs> Thanks, Leon. Wait, did I tell you I bought a keg? I just haven't opened it yet. Oh, my God. You have a keg of beer at your house. I have a keg that has like micro beers or oh, micro kegs oh, that you put into. Oh, okay, okay, okay. 
Okay, no, and no. I just haven't what, opened it yet. I, I'm thinking like keg frat house type keg. Oh, no, like no, no. if you had one of them I, shits in your crib, I have an you adult have keg, my friend. I <laughs> have an adult keg. If we had a college keg in your house, <laughs> no, we would have, have to have an intervention and it'd be yeah, a conversation I, like I, I would you're drinking it, too much. You're drinking too much. But my bill is has been three hundred dollars a month. I was thinking about it. If we weren't in lockdown, I would be going out. Eating and, and spending, drinking, yeah, spending more spending than that. spending more than that. Yeah. So your yeah. bill would be your bill would be like four thousand dollars. <laughs> no, well, Jesus. it's you, it's you and your wife because your your wife your wife will partake, right? But she drinks a lot of rosé. I drink uh, tequila right. and but bourbon. If, so, if, but yeah. if my monthly bill was three hundred dollars a month. <laughs> be, that's just me getting <laughs> fucked up by myself. Yo, if, if, if Rick, if your shit was three hundred dollars a month, uh, you would have <laughs> nigga, you would have red eyes <laughs> and severe kidney damage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> your level, your liver would be disgusted with you. <laughs> my last oh my bill, God. my last bill was two hundred and eighty-five dollars, but that's been for the whole quarantine because I stopped for the oh, whole quarantine. Stopped. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. what's up. Two eighty five, oh, but that and that's wine and bourbon. Mm. Oh, the I, price is right for you. But I, but I might need a couple more bottles of wine. I think I'm down to one or two. Bottles I got to do better. I got it. Yeah, better. yeah. But I, but also, I'm drinking by myself, and I don't drink that much at home. I mostly drink with you guys. When when we're not on the mic, I don't drink. Hold on a second. So you drinking two hundred eighty five dollars worth of liquor when you just on the Once mic with us? <laughs> And that's <laughs> that ain't that much longer. Two hours. No. <laughs> we, we haven't recorded. Hi, son. Let's do the math. We've been on. Let's do the math. You ain't got to lie, Craig. I, let me let me clarify that. I only drink bourbon usually when I'm on the phone with you guys. Usually, maybe, oh, maybe yeah. once a month. I have the rest of the time, I drink water. So you're drinking about $80 an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I still have most of the liquor. I still have most of the liquor. Like, look, look, how, look how much wood for, I just opened it. I just opened the wood Wow. Wood for reserve. I just opened it. Mm. $80 an hour. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's studio yeah. time. Yeah. Listen, listen. Basically. Listen. <laughs> You just trade no. You just trade no. Trade no. I'm trading no. You know when you go to the doctor and you have to fill out the new patient uh, survey. And oh like, my god, I hate how that. How many survey. times? A, how many times a week do you have a how many, drink? How many and, drinks a week do you? And have? now, yes. and yes. now, they say eighty dollars an hour. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm off the charts. I'm eighty dollars uh, yeah. an hour. Can I tell you something funny? One time I decided I'm not going to lie because mm. normally I say about. Two drinks three days a week, which is uh, a lie, an abominable lie, lie. <laughs> an absolute lie, <laughs> multiplied by five. But meanwhile, your doctor knows because your liver's swollen out the right. ear. Exactly, it's like it's like what's what's that on his side? Yeah, don't worry about, about it. You smell like so Jack Daniels, sir. Yeah, basically, I've decided not to lie and made it about four to five drinks a day. Uh, <laughs> yo, the doctor looked at me like. Uh, so is there a problem? <laughs> are you are you dealing with something? Like, uh, like nah. uh, but, but I even lied. <laughs> wait, wait! I even lied. I should have said that. I even lied then because I was like, "Well, you know, holiday season. You go to a lot of parties. I'm just going over the last month." <laughs> right, right. Well, <laughs> even though that's really the fucking average for the whole year. <laughs> So, so I had a keep it real conversation with my doctor, and I said, "What's the real deal?" Like, how much? She was like, "I'm gonna keep it real. I'm gonna keep it 100. Maximum, maximum eleven to twelve drinks per week. Maximum. That's what she said. Mm. More than that, got a problem. That's something that you should have. In whatever combination. No, she was like, "People are jealous." Mac, you do not exceed twelve <laughs> drinks for the entire week, and you but took you- that as a general. <laughs> a general rule, a rule of thumb. Like, oh, okay, I guess that's what everybody's doing. So if I go to 20, there's no problem. Yeah. No, no, no. She's, she's like, like, nah, man. man. She's like, nah, man, nah, man. You, so, you. You. Here's my follow-up question, because intelligence is the ability to make finer distinctions. What I said was, how much in each drink, and does it matter what kind of liquor? Uh, for the record, so, you sound like an alcohol. No, no, no. I just wanted I just wanted clarification. I just wanted clarification. No, nobody needs that much clarification. No, 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 no. She was like, no. doesn't matter. Like, eight, eight, ounces, 
Eight ounces of any alcohol, period. So bottle of wine, whatever it is, eight ounces. Eight ounces is one drink, any type of alcohol. Because my thinking is, is if you have a bottle of wine a day, right? Or if you have a half a bottle of wine a day, you still could exceed 11, 12 drinks a week. You're, okay. you're drinking a bottle of if wine. You drink no, 12, <laughs> if you drink 12 eight-ounce glasses of bourbon a week, Oof. Mm. my friend, you're, you're so drunk. Oof. Nigga, your liver is destroyed. Oof. 12 he stands here as a man who has can't. done it and continues to live can't. and thrive. So can't. fuck you. <laughs> I, 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 fuck your man. I, 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 hold I, up, hold I, up. Just eight ounces? <laughs> Just eight ounces, you fucking rookie. You noob. I've never gone that hard on brown liquor. Over the period of a week during vacation, I have had that. with in I love that you made that so, distinction, though. I love sure. it. Yeah, yeah, well, that's true, for sure. For sure. So, wait, so like, none of you, hold on, wait, wait. So none of you have ever had more than 12 drinks in a week? Leon, excuse me. I do it all the time. Yes. Oh, okay. We could Absolutely. do that. On, we, we could do that on a fucking weekend. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that's, we can, that's, 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 that's actually that's a day. Friday of, and Saturday. That's yeah. a day of hanging out. If we start exactly. drinking at, at 11 o'clock at a fucking brunch, you can yeah. you can easily drink four or five mimosas, my G. And that's just right. and that's and we talking twelve thirty in the afternoon. We haven't even gotten to four, five, six, and nine o'clock and twelve o'clock and subsequently two o'clock in the morning when you're taking shots and you have no business taking any shots. I think at two o'clock in the morning. Have to drink it all day. But aren't those the, the, the best days? Four five. Yes. Four, five, I'm not even talking about day. when we used to go to the studio and oh. then go out to drink. Oh. <laughs> Come on. That's 12 in one night. <laughs> that was I made up uh, that's my whole week. That's my whole we week. Used right to, there. We used to finish two bottles in the studio, then go out to drink. <laughs> yeah. That's and we're, we and, and, we're, that. and we're pouring our own drinks. <laughs> right. Right. I Those feel like one and two ounce drinks. I feel like we're celebrating alcoholism right now. Yeah, I don't right. know how I feel about this. Yay, alcohol. Yay. Yay. <laughs> if you need help, please go find help. We're not we're not encouraging alcoholism. We're not encouraging right. drinking. But we are uh encouraging drinking. drinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh man. man, you never held Bye. up your bottle, did you? Bye. No, I don't have the bottle down with me. I'm actually Uh-oh. I'm recording in my basement, but I had the glass. I drank it already. You know what I mean? Um, everybody knows that we go live now. So when we go live, you like I'm going to go refill it up. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a, OK, 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 OK. I'm going to I'm going to clear the air. Um, have a white I Russian. got, got a white I, <laughs> I've had two so, pina coladas. So I got a lot of shit last week because. I happen to be drinking pina coladas with my wife with some rum in it. And this shit was mm-hmm. delicious. So fuck y'all niggas. But <laughs> this week, <laughs> this week, I went and got some Uncle Nearest uh, whiskey and, and a six pack of Beck's. So I'm going hard in the paint. So y'all can't clown me with the fuck no I'm drinking. No, no more fruity drinks. No more fruity drinks. Well, then you we'll guys. Meanwhile, the pina coladas upstairs, like, see you next week. (laughs) (laughs) Next week, next week, apple teenies. (laughs) Oh, wow. Next week, sour apple teenies. Sour apple teenies. You disrespectful bitch. 23 (laughs) hour lockdown, nigga. Shoe program. (laughs) Shoe program. 23 hour lockdown. You motherfuckers. You ungrateful motherfuckers. Okay. 23 hour lockdown. All right. These Maybe niggas you got and me. Carrie can mix up some cosmos next week. <laughs> We're going to have something uh, with pomegranate. He's going to have something with pomegranate next week. Yeah, <laughs> niggas. Oh, pomegranate. That's disrespectful as fuck. That's all right. Skinny martini. <laughs> a skinny teeny. A skinny teeny. It's called a skinny. Bitches. Fucking decoding for it. We've been having this conversation because so many of our black artists, black creatives are featured in the media in a negative light for things that they have either done, that they've been proven 
to be guilty of and have been sent to prison for or are currently awaiting trial, as well as things that they've been accused of that they may or may not have done. And we have had a disagreement about the accountability versus the legacy of the black folks. So I'm going to put it out to the guys and let everybody say what they have to say. And then I'll. One, one point of order. Um, sure. I'm not sure. I appreciate the way you framed it with when you said so many of our black entertainers and icons have been Why do you charged. have a problem with that? That's actually a great place to start. Why do you have a problem with that? Because it's how do you so quantify? Many. Yeah, exactly. How do you quite quantify a, so quite many? A few. It's quite a few people in general, not just black. Specifically, artists, but... sp- specifically Bill Cosby. No, yeah, no, that's, that's been the conversation in the chat. There's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of icons in, in our in our history. R. Kelly, that aren't Prince, under indictment for anything. Prince, Michael mm-hmm. Jackson, James Brown, uh-huh. um, quite a few. Oh my God! Don't oh okay. No, let's just go. Let's just go. Let's I, go. I can't. Let's go. I can't. Go ahead. No, you five people, and then you said, and quite a few. Okay, sorry. Mike Tyson, Tupac, Richard oh, Pryor. So what is the what is the issue? My issue Richard is Pryor is still seen as the great one of the greatest comedians ever to touch exactly. the stage. So here's my here's, Mike here's, Tyson here's, is still seen as the, so the greatest my, heavyweight my, champion of our generation, here, and he's issue. he's still revered. My issue is not should these people be prosecuted. Mm-hmm. If you did something that warrants legal intervention, send him to jail. My issue is that the media, the the people who are behind the promotion of the media that attacks our artists does not give the same smoke to white artists who also have criminal, sexual, deviant, and illegal behavior. And they definitely don't leverage it to destroy their own legacy. And my problem is, is we feed into it and we do not separate the art from the artist. And we try to destroy the art. And my thing is, is they don't give that same smoke to their own. When we see a movie, we go, let's throw it out. That has nothing to do with their guilt. That has nothing to do with the prosecution. I don't want to make light of the victims I don't want to say anyone's lying. That's not what I'm that's not what it's about. What I'm saying is 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 that I can still go see art on the wall from white artists many many years ago that had issues. I can still go see the catalog of the Weinstein movies. I can go see and there is an and a lot of this is to tarnish the reputation Camille Cosby has said it. A lot of people have said that this is about the destruction of the artist. That's not saying Bill is innocent. What I'm saying is, is that we go out of our way, that other people go out of their way to tarnish our image with documentaries and other movies. And I don't see that same smoke. Okay. If you say that he's not, if you say that he's not innocent, then how are you arguing that he should be in some way saved from this vilification? I never said that. So, Kevin Spacey, hold on. Kevin Spacey has 25 men, young boys, who've accused him of something. There was never a hot, they took him off the show, but there was never a hot minute that they thought for one second that they were going to take House of Cards, uh, Unusual uh, usual Suspects, or any other piece of work. House House of Cards continued. House of Cards continued after he left the show. Yes, there was a there was an entire movie that was reshot with another character playing his character that was supposed to come out around the same time of his accusation. He was under indictment in Los Angeles. And the only reason why he didn't continue that case is because the person that accused him happened to die. So Kevin Spacey is a poor example. Kaiser Soze did that shit. He ran that motherfucker then, over with his Range Rover. And so did Bill Cosby in the Cosby show, Fat Albert, and a ton of other work that he produced. And all I'm saying is, is protect the But work it didn't disappear. Him. It didn't it disappear. Did, I still watched the Cosby show. What are you talking immediately about? Immediately took, they immediately, 
Felicia Rashad. It's, okay, on, so it's back finish. on. Let me finish. Felicia Rashad, Lisa Bonet, and Malcolm Jamal Warner didn't do anything, but they had a whole year, year and a half where that was off the air. Because it was never off the air. It was never. It was never completely off the air. It was never completely off the air. It was on TV Mac, Land. Mac, Mac, TV Land Mac, 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 Mac. It was on multiple channels in multiple countries around the world. It was never off the air. Okay, so have any of you had a conversation about... So just not wait, even wait, pay wait. attention... No, the no, no, problem no, 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 with no, having these no, conversations not, is like, if true. you learn some new information, you don't even take that into consideration in the thoughts that you're I having. That's not true because I went and looked for it. And then I went and I reserved the DVDs to buy it because I didn't think it was going to come back on the air. I couldn't find it. Don't tell me it wasn't on the air. I'm telling you they took it off. And I had to go reserve it because the DVDs were sold out on Amazon because I wasn't the only one that was trying to buy it. It was, I was never it was digital on Amazon. It's it was never off the air. We bought the it whole series. We bought the whole series off of Amazon. It was off the it was, but it wasn't broadcast. And all of these other people that were on the show were affected. Their royalties were affected because the show wasn't being broadcast. So now, next question. Have any of you ever had a conversation with folks about how do you feel about playing Michael Jackson's music? No. No, not really. No, I haven't had the conversation, but there was that chatter in the uh, in on social media and whatnot. I've had that conversation on multiple occasions. What I'm saying is, is that there is media... I'm not saying Bill Cosby, R. Kelly, Michael, Michael Jackson, whatever they did, they did. What I'm saying is, is that that doesn't change the validity of their work. And all of you have rapists and murderers in your pockets right now. All of you have that. But who is George Washington, okay. which one Jackson, of us? I'm actually which wearing shorts with no pockets, so I have no idea what you're talking my about. My point being is which is, which one of us which one of us which one of us said that the work is no longer valid? My which one of us? point being is you was giving me all of this smoke about fuck it all, fuck them all, throw it all out. That's all I was saying. Was I never said that? No, I okay. never said that. Okay, I never said that. I said the work cannot be destroyed. The work exists. What the influence that that Cosby had on our lives. Because we were the kids that were watching yes. the Cosby show. We were the kids that were watching a different world. We were the kids that aspired to go to college because of what we saw. You can't take that away. You can't erase that. 100%. So what I'm saying. So why are you worried well, right. about? Why are you when worried I'm about now that you found out that this guy who, mm -hmm. who produced this show, because the show is separate from the, the, the creator. The guy that produced this show was obviously a deviant why and don't the white artists get the same that's, smoke? is that our so problem what i'm saying to you is there is a, i am of the belief that i would be more okay. interested in protecting our women from predators than what white people are doing that would be more in, that would be more important to me i believe that there is a system part of all of this whole systemic racism there is all because everyone who puts the money behind these movies and these documentaries to vilify these people. I don't see a movie saying surviving Matt Lauer. I don't see surviving Kevin Spacey. I don't see none of that smoke. I'm not saying those victims shouldn't be acknowledged. I don't see them do that to their artists. And what I'm saying is protect the legacy. And if you're going to bring that smoke to our artists, which we are so quick to tear down and not protect our legacy. Give them that smoke. That's all I'm saying. Oh, a question. When you, say, legacy, when you say legacy, the legacy what are you talking about? Not when you Cosby. say legacy, what are you talking about? What I'm talking about, when I'm saying legacy is what it means, the art of it. What, what Bill Cosby, what Fat Albert means is, it's, for example, why do you gotta, when, when, when Prince dies, why does it gotta be, oh, Prince died from an overdose? And did it, right? They gotta, they gotta tarnish him in some way. They gotta tarnish him. They got, they got a tarnish. I, I, I mean, I depart a lot from a lot what you're saying. But if it happened, it happened. This is what I said earlier. I am not in the idea or in the, the business of idolizing supposed uh, perfect people. I accept artists with all their flaws. 
So if he was taking drugs, that's tragic. But it also is a lesson for other people who are taking, I forgot the name of the drug that he was taking. You probably shouldn't be doing this. Okay, so nobody white he is certainly drugs. wasn't the he wasn't right. he certainly wasn't the first artist. Right, because when Tom to Petty drugs. died from the same drug, what nobody, they tarnished his image too? Nobody nobody white is taking drugs. Nobody, nobody. White I just is, said Tom Petty. You're saying, no, you're saying that, but Heath Ledger died from taking taking drugs. 100%. Philip 100%. Seymour Hoffman died from taking drugs. One hundred percent. Um, Farley. Phil Hartman uh, killed himself. Robin Williams killed himself. Facts. So what facts. are you talking about? What I'm saying is, is I don't see the same smoke when when I don't see an. Isn't equitable... that the smoke? Didn't we just show you the smoke? Didn't we just show you the smoke? So there, so there, are, so there are no white pedophiles in Hollywood. Okay, there's no white pedophiles. Okay, you asked about there's an drug entire you asked story. about drug users, and I'm you talked about you, Prince specifically, are right? There are. I was saying that they tarnished his reputation. It is Pretzel Day. Okay. Yeah, it's fucking um it's Epstein. Pretzel. He's the biggest fucking pedophile there ever was. With, that is and the they biggest just, story and right they, now. And they, and they just did a Netflix documentary that was quite, quite interesting. He was a fucking piece all, of shit. All his movies are still playing. Django on Chase is still playing. Epstein? Wait, no, time out for a second. Time out. Time out. Dakota 40. What I don't get is that what is it that you are looking for white producers and white media to do to their white brethren who are committing crimes like what are you looking for like what why is it that necessary for you to sit down to a documentary to feel validated that uh black icons have been castigated and because of the crimes that they've committed what i'm saying is is that there is there is clearly a a a bent towards the destruction of our legacy leveraging various different media types against black celebrity to destroy the tarnish and the value of that legacy in a different way than they do with Caucasian celebrity of note. They will do it. I don't think that that's true. Hold on, let me finish, let me finish. They will do it after they die, but they will. Roman Polanski is not dead. Roman Polanski is not dead. Woody Howard, he's not dead either. And movie. Woody still gets that smoke, but see, this is what I'm saying. You you keep you keep. But the accusations, the reason, the reason yeah, that's why you, saying. You, didn't you didn't uncover you didn't uncover the Woody Allen story. Right, Woody Allen. It existed. It was already out there. I think the movies. issue is that these things aren't happening in the time frame that you want them to happen in. That's not how this works. Okay, let's let let's go. But here's go the, here's, the other, here's the other here's the other thing. Is like. Where's Here's the, the other thing: the where's context, the, the, the context of the the context of the story does the context of the story does matter because what Woody Allen is being accused of is being a creep, not being not doing something illegal. Because what he did was he married his no ex- no no he is being accused of being uh, doing something illegal. That's what I'm saying. It just has not caught traction. Ronan Farrow and his si- that he has been messing with um what's the name Chun Li. I know I just oh. made that up. I know it's not Chun Li, but um, <laughs> Sun Yi. Sun Yi. You realize Sun-Yi. that's a yeah. three fighter character, right? You realize I know that's what that's that's why I said it. That was the first one that came to my mind. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah, but he was sleep. The accusation is that he was sleeping with her before she became of age. Yes, and that accusation that was the accusation. Has, that's the but accusation was- that has been uh, uh, kind of riding underneath the surface. Similar, similarly to the same accusation that has been following Cosby for decades. All yes. it's going to take but is Soon another Yee, spark. Soon Yi never said that, right? Did she? No, but her siblings, who are saying that they have first-hand account of these things, yes. are making the accusation. All I'm saying is that the, the wood is kindling. Yes. I, I'm just saying that, that it's not the same, it's not the same situation as. The victim saying, "This person did this to me." Agree, but what? what and and, and I, I'm I'm fine with that. The the point I'm trying to make is that sometimes things bubble 
And as they are continuing to bubble, it takes some action, some context, something yes. happening in the society for it then to spark and then create a more or reach a, le- a higher level of consciousness. Yes. yes. And we have that's not how gotten there went yet. Down. Exactly. That's how, that's how Weinstein got, went down. And that's why I'm saying I think you are, you are concerned with the timing that there, there are going to be documentaries that come out of this whole age. That's that how Kevin talk- Spacey went down. Exactly. So when Matt Lauer is going to have his own documentary, don't worry about it. I, 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 as I, put I, it I don't can, think there's going to be a Matt Lauer documentary. No, I think they will. No, I think they will no. because he is a part of that whole zeitgeist of men who took advantage of their power. Yes. And, but have and you someone is going to, of his story? Yes. It's, it's yeah. pretty fucking ridiculous. Like, the, I mean, the button on the desk is that that's beyond the pale. Yeah. Okay. Like, that that's some real fucking Dr. Claus shit. Like, <laughs> what are you doing, sir? With a button on the desk. I didn't I didn't I heard something, but what would it refresh my memory? What was the button to on the lock desk? It, lock the door. The, the button would oh. lock the door. So in, in the event that someone wanted to leave and escape his advances, the door would be locked. That was really rapey of him. That to even think about that, that is that is come on. I'm still waiting. But, but, let, still but wait, waiting. don't act like he did not. The woman do not act like he did not get that heat. Do not act like he didn't get that heat. I haven't mm-hmm. seen that story on Lifetime, and they won't produce it. First of all, why are you watching no Lifetime? Problem. And that's yeah, my, that's, that's the, the first, first question thing. I had. That's my point. Why are you watching Lifetime? That's my point. My point. My no, no. My point is why are you watching Lifetime? You should not be watching it, sir. Stop watching, sir. Sir, whatever, sir, sir. Sir, <laughs> sir, I don't give a shit what channel they put it. Not on. without my children. Did you watch Paper. that one on Lifetime? Paper. Paper. Did you watch that one on Lifetime? <laughs> the Burning Bed. Did you watch that one on Lifetime? I think that's still running. Burning Jenny. Jenny eats now, something. Think, wait a minute. I think we just got to the bottom <laughs> of your angst. What's my angst? You are a Lifetime fan, and you're waiting for new material to be produced. Yeah, and you're pissed off. That you're in this quarantine and there's no new Lifetime movies coming out. Is it is it is it is it that or is it that you guys are more protective of white legacy that you are a black legacy? Whose white legacy are we protecting? Who's that? Exactly. Whomever. Whomever. No, not whomever. whomever. Name the person. Name the, name the person that we have decided to protect them and throw our look. lives down Who in are order we to protect the Give. legacy of this Caucasian individual Give that, in your mind, does not deserve. Point. Give oh, Mac, 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 oh, Lord. Going oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I'm not going to say 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 I'm not going to I'm not going to say I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm definitely trying to protect legacy of black folks in this country and what we've contributed to the society. But what I am not going to do is to say that this behavior is excusable. That's what I'm not going to do. I never said if that. I believe if I believe that you did this thing, because like I never believed that Michael Jackson was a pedophile and I would fight for that legacy of Michael Jackson. But what he created still exists. You can't I, I, remove 100%. that. 100%. You cannot remove that from my psyche. 100%. You cannot remove it. So if this person did a bad deed, yes, that is unforgivable bad deed. I don't mean you might have stepped out on your wife. That's not a, a an offense to me. That's an offense to your marriage, and that's your personal issue. Right. But if you raped someone, that's a, that's a danger to society. Okay. And I'm thinking about I'm thinking about all of our women. Okay. And R. Kelly is a danger to all of our women and all of and our daughters. Well, you don't have a daughter yet, but your cousins. Oh, I have two questions. One, can we agree that Cosby's show was one of the best black shows ever made? Yes. Two, can we agree that Chocolate Factory and 12 Play are two of the best R&B albums ever made? No. Absolutely That's, not. There's too much TV wonder. Would that answer would have been different if he was not the man that he was? No. No. I think I, R. Kelly's overrated. Not for me. I, I don't think that's an honest answer. 
I I, I I believe that you believe that, but I don't think if R. Kelly was the man that he I, was, I I want to give like you that. access. I want to give you access to my music collection, and I don't have an R. Kelly album. Neither do I. I have R. Kelly songs. I don't have an R. Kelly album. Not a single I mean, one. I uh, have a uh, DVD. I mean, a uh, CD. If it comes on, if it comes, if you're at a party and it comes on, do you want them to turn it off? No. Okay. Step in the name of love was a moment. Ignition. If I if I'm in a car and that comes on, I'm turning it up. It doesn't move. It doesn't move. It doesn't move me like that. But I I I respect. A little poo poo. Shout out to Dave Chappelle, eight forty six. Yes. It doesn't move me like that, but I I I respect that it does for you. But he's he's not been someone that I put on a playlist to say. You know, this is this is what I want to listen to. Like, but I don't listen to I don't listen to his style of R and B on a regular basis anyway. Okay. A story mixed of ignition, hot and bat in the kitchen. Mama wrote in that body, not that condition. Cooking rum. It's the freaking weekend, bitch. We all have some fucking fun. Doot doot. Don't give me that pee pee pee. <laughs> What happened to L, man? They fucking taking us down one by one. Infrastructure, son. Yeah, you know I mean, they're breaking it down one by it's, one slowly. Said this internet is fucked up. Yeah, that's the same thing that happened to Mac. Shut his whole shit down, son. Who's gonna be next? Be a vet. It's a slow drip, so it's not obvious. You know what I mean? Fuck your apology. A lot of uh, folks have been getting in trouble because of their racist statements. And after they make their racist statements, they come out and they make an apology. Gentlemen, do you accept their apology? Should we accept their apology? And should they be allowed to reintegrate into society in a normal way? I want to talk about the Drew Brees apology. First of all, just fuck your apology. The mindset that you were in when you made whatever statement that you made, you believed it. You believed it wholeheartedly. So it's not like you can just the next day, oh, I'm just sorry. You got to show and prove. For right now, fuck your apology. Fuck that dog-choking bitch in the Central Park, Amy Cooper. She was out there choking people by the... But she was choking dogs and, and trying to call and weaponize the police on, on a dude that just was... I just want to watch my birds, man. I just came in the park to watch birds. And you got your dog off the leash. And I ask you nicely, and you want to call the police. So then after you lose your fucking job, and they take your motherfucking dog, you want to go, oh, I'm so sorry. Fuck your apology. I'm I'm sorry you lost your job, but I'm not sorry you lost your job, bitch. And they, they gave your dog back. At least you got the dog no, back. I'm not, I'm not sorry you lost your job. She lost her job. Now she got to figure some shit out. Because uh, wherever she living at, she was in Central Park. That means she has some money. Hope she got some other jobs. She can go work for the clan or some shit. I hope he was saving. I can tell you his apology. I'm gonna say fuck uh off tomorrow. Who's that? Anybody that I talk to at Spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Ms. Lear, I'm so sorry that your internet is having problems, sir. Please, have you tried have you reset the router, sir? Have you tried to reset the router, my friend? Try to do that. <laughs> I'm so sorry you're having this problem. Mr. Leon, are you there, sir? Mr. Leon is gone. He's back. Yeah, this, shit, this shit is a mess right now. Welcome back to Decoding 40, Mr. Leon. <laughs> Fuck this show. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say fuck your apology to any police officer law enforcement personnel, government agent who clearly did something racist and then came out and apologized for it later. You know better, you should do better, and you should be a servant and a steward of your people at all times. So fuck all of your apologies. Yeah. I'm going to go with that one. Fuck your apology. Do better. Fuck your apology. Do yeah, better. Yeah. You know better, do better. 
All right. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I'm going to say tomorrow, too. You're going to say, Spectrum, you know better, so do better. <laughs> so don't say nothing about I'm sorry. Fuck you. You're going to say, could you reboot the router, Mr. Leon? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> please, please, Mr. Leon, did you reboot the router? Possibly right, close out your windows. Do you know what your password is? Yeah, no. <laughs> all right, guys. This has been another exciting episode of Decoding 40. Check us out on all platforms except for Snapchat, Snapchat, Decoding 40, and come help us out. Support a hungry podcast over at patreon.com backslash decoding40. Any parting words, gentlemen? Uh, stay safe out there. Stay yo, alive. Stay safe. Keep your head on a swivel. Stay alive, yo. Black Lives Matter. Always. Protesters, we are supporting you. First responders. We want to make sure that you know that we have your back. Protesters. And if you see white looters, get them on camera. Mm-hmm. I also want to shout out anybody who is in the medical field who's still out there fighting COVID. We love you. Our hearts are with you. Stay strong. Peace. 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 We locked in. This is Decoding 40. Oh, <laughs>